welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. How are you, Emily? Good. How are you, Lauren? I'm good. I'm on an unplanned vacation up here at Donner Lake. Mm-hmm. It is early September, September 2nd of 2021. And if you're watching the news, my town got evacuated. And now I'm here, but I'm at our family's cabin and everything's great. But uh, that's not really the point of why we're here. The point of why we're here is to talk about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. But we do have a teeny bit of news. Take it away, Emily. We have a brand new fancy website. If you go to fibercoven.com, you can see what it looks like. It's inspired by tarot cards. There's a nice little bio and pictures of each of us. Uh, There is also a podcast player where you can play the newest episode and you can click through to get the show notes for all of the previous episodes. And we have a little news area where you can see what's going on with us event wise. And there are convenient little links to all of our social medias and whatnots like our patreon and our instagram and it just looks prettier it used to just be show notes that were auto generated by our pod hosting site and it was boring but now it's nice and themed and pretty great Mm -hmm. we're so thankful that that's all done Mm -hmm. thank you mr emily's husband yes yes my husband made it for us which was nice of him thanks husband very nice it's very nice. You should all go check it out. He also well, did our theme song, so he's he's a big contributor here. Good. I think it would have been a disaster if we had had my partner try and sing something. He has the heart, but not the skill. We should do that as bonus content sometimes. You know, there are there are lyrics to our theme song, uh, mm-hmm. and he just didn't have time to record them uh, <laughs> when he first did it. So sometime we'll have to make him do that. I don't know. I just like the instrumental. It's nice. It could be fun to have just like around as a thing, not That's change true. the theme song or play it in the outro theme song with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all lovely options. Mm-hmm. Well, to get into the yarny stuff, did you finish anything this week? No. Me neither. I've had a little bit of a roller coaster of a week. I did not finish anything. That's fair. Though I have got a lot of knitting done. Well, what have you been working on then? Uh, all sorts of stuff. Let me move this. This is a talk about that in office hours i've been working quite a bit on this lace shawl that is for my mom oh yeah uh it had been in time mm-hmm. out because i had messed up a chart but now i've been working quite a bit on it there it is mm-hmm. this is the new chart very pretty yes it's a nice light plum color pinky plum Yes, and it is I would say. lace weights, knit picks, luminance yarn, which is 100% silk. Uh, it's going to be a crescent-shaped, fully laced shawl. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it will look better once I block it. It's all bunchy right now. It's gorgeous. I've got a big shawl in my lap right now, too. Mm. It is the Waxing Moon Shawl, which is available to all Fiber Coven patrons at the what, $5 and up level. Yes. But but you'll be putting this pattern out uh, soon because you want to get it ready for Advent season. Correct. And I'll, any sort of end of the year uh, mini skein calendar. So I was able to put four wedges in. I was able to do the buck moon and the sturgeon moon. I have the second nice. wedge, but I add, I, I've just started to add in the harvest moon colors and I'm keeping that secret. So that's why I've got it folded up. But it's getting large and in charge and I love it. Look how pretty this is. It looks so pretty. I'm excited to have a cape. My goal is to 
finish out the regular wedges um, while I'm on my uh, unplanned vacation up here. And then hopefully I will dye up the uh, last skein for the border. Are you using the Artemis you been- for your border? I will. I will. Mm-hmm. I just don't have any in stock right now. The Artemis is yeah, what I'm is knitting me- all of my sample bags out of, if you're curious what that looks like. Mm-hmm. It's a purple hinted gray, mm-hmm. gray, gray purple. For sure. I have I the same nice shawl. Yay. Hold it up. This should be our picture for the, uh, <laughs> so big. Mine's tangled. Oh yes. It is tangled. Yeah. Sort of. It looks great. Waxing moon time. Yeah. I am working on the knitted on border. Uh, which mm-hmm. is a lace knitted on border. It's like wavy looking. Mm-hmm. And That's I pretty. have finished it through four wedges of mm-hmm. 24 wedges. 24. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm a six of the way done. <laughs> Yay! And that is, what of else? course, going slow. Because anytime I knit something that's just a straight rectangle, I'm like, this is taking forever, even though it's like really skinny and it's just not taking that long. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really nice piece when it's done. And like the pattern's super versatile. You could do the half circle or the full circle. You could just do an I-cord bind off edging situation mm-hmm. or... There is a cable border that you work as you go included in the pattern as well, Mm -hmm. which is the version I'm doing on my uh, one that's going to be a half. Oh, my yarn ball fell on the floor. That's fun. Uh Save it from the demon cat. (laughs) The nibbler. Yeah. So like lots of that other border looks like I need to work on this I haven't worked this is mine that's actually in the colors that Lauren is dying for the club and I have mm-hmm. the first quarter done mm-hmm. but I haven't worked on it since then so I need to get those in but there's the little cable edge that's nice this is a I little like something it. if you're not doing the knitted on border you could work that and still have a nice edge I was really tempted by, uh, I saw the Pride in December advent go up from, I think it's, I know his name is Sultan. And I, all one Sultan, I think. Yeah, all one Sultan dies is the name of his dying. Sultan uses they, them pronouns. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, but if you wanted to do a Pride in December, non religious, non holiday themed, advent that one might be for you if it's still available yeah, i don't like know I said, if it I is there was very tempted. limited spots for that so to indeed and see if they're still there um yeah sweet so that was waxing you working on any socks yes i've been working <laughs> on the star trek socks oh yeah so i have one done sock mm-hmm. here it is mm-hmm. and these are in the B.A.H. Brendan Heather Yarns uh, to go boldly Star Trek uh, uniform inspired colorway self striping mm-hmm. and I have this much done on the second sock. Mm, so it's looking really good, like I love half, it. halfway through the leg ish. Nice. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be really fun. Yeah, I think Chad will like that. Awesome. I did barely any work on my socks. I um, this is my second sock in just some opal opal yarn i got the cuff done and i went to the leg but i've just been doing these when i want a little break from my um waxing moon up here nice yeah 
The only other thing I've really been working on is I did a little bit of work on the aura sweater and I'm really happy with how it's turning out. I need to start doing more, but my vanilla knitting's lately been the shawl. I am on to the peplum, the little ruffly bits. I've just started them on this sweater. I So I haven't got a ton of progress. So I've got the entire thing knit through the bust. And then for the bust, you do a little special thing to reinforce it. I don't want to give away the secret sauce. And then you increase and I'm in the increasey section. I just haven't been doing that lately. I'm going to be so cute. I know I should try and finish this up while I'm I've got more knitting time. I'm not going to be able to wear it until at least October anyway. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, before I had to leave my house, I have the two two more cakes in here. I emergency caked so much yarn and it turned out that was for the best. Good. That was like the first thing I did. I was just like, oh, cake up all the yarn. <laughs> That's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That's really all I've got. What else have you been working on? Um, I think that that is it. I guess I, I've worked a bit on my um, crochet blanket, which I'll just pull out in mm-hmm. a burrito form for you cool. here. These are the bits that I have done recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're still working from your giant cake? I did. Uh, I diverged from the giant cake a little bit because the giant cake I used all small uh, scraps for. So they were only doing one row of color. Uh, but I do have mm-hmm. two rows of color in previous bits. So I wanted to have more where I had two rows of color. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing a couple slightly bigger, like 20 grams ish scraps uh, right now mm-hmm. to have some two rows. And then I'll go back to the ball. This is nice. your uh, ruby red colorway. Oh, I'm using right I like now. that one. Yes. Uh, nice. I have been working on this while I edit the podcast. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think... I just dropped off some ruby red to knits and knots. So when they open back up, if that was something people were looking for, nice. it'd be available through that. So I guess that leads us into acquisitions. I know one thing you got. I got many things, but I got one big thing. Show me the big thing. I, I got, got it too, but it's um, at somewhere. post office probably. Mm-hmm. I got the Studio Ghibli Yarn Club from Big Little Yarn Co. Yay! Yay! So pretty. And I forgot that I ordered sock sets, so that was a <laughs> surprise. I was like, "Oh, I guess I got the sock sets." <laughs> but this one is Town with an Ocean View, and all this is the nice. Kiki's Delivery Service one, and all of the colors it's are really named cute. after songs in the soundtrack, which I think is extra cool. Aww. Yeah, so this is when she's like flying up to the town for the first time and it's like Mm -hmm. blue and purple and there's some nice like pastoral greens in there. This one's my favorite. So pretty. And this one is the Totoro one and it's called The First Encounter and it's the scene where May meets the little white Totoro Mm -hmm. and is picking flowers. And it's greens and pinks and white for the little Totoro and it's perfect. It's so cute. I love that one. And then this one is called Merry Go Round Life. And it is from the scene in Howl's Moon Castle where Howl and Sophie are like walking in the air over the town. And nice. it's like brownish reds and creams and blues and a little bit of pink. And it is mm-hmm. fun. Very nice. I'm so excited. I can't wait till I finally get mine. Yeah. So I think I might. I have been thinking about doing a sock set shawl mm. uh, design. So I think I might use these, one of these for that to do mm-hmm. like, this is a shawl that you can make with one skein and a mini 
Like if you mm-hmm. get a special sock set. I was thinking that I wanted them all to be like ripple bralettes. <laughs> yeah, I do think they would be cute ripple bralettes for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a ripple camisole. I don't know. All the things. All the things. Yeah, I might need to make one. I might need to make the Howl's Moving Castle one as socks for Chad, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. What else did you get? I got those. And then I ordered this thing, which is a giant tube of cross-stitch fabric for my big cross-stitch project that I'm only talking about in office hours. So this is a giant thing of cross-stitch fabric. So, and you're going to cut it up and, oh yeah. Yeah. It's just cheaper to get it this way. Got it. Got it. I don't actually need the giantness of it, but it's cheaper. Is it Ada or what count? Tell us more. Ada, 14 count from Charles Craft in the natural colorway. It's, it's, the, it's the DMC brand. Yeah. It takes a cross stitcher to ask the real questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. So that is what that giant thing is because I need a lot of cross stretch fabric for something I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I ran out. I had one of those, like the rolls that come in the tube, like whatever Mm -hmm. that size is. And I am out of that now. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, And then I got a couple things from work yesterday. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of this is this ball of Symphonia cotton yarn. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, it's green. It's not very exciting. And it's just a chain ply cotton yarn. But this is the yarn I used for my candy corn cuteness pattern. And I want to make a pumpkin washcloth to go with it for Fiber Coven Patreon members this year. So I got green so I can do a cute little pumpkin stem. And nice. I picked up this ball of West Yorkshire spinners, country birds, mm-hmm. because I haven't mm-hmm. actually knit with this yarn and I want to try it. It has mm-hmm. 30% blue face, 35% blue face luster. So I like blue face luster. And this is mm-hmm. the uh, pheasant colorway, which nice. has like oranges and like a burgundy and a blue. And there's like little black and white, like speckly kind of like bits. That so looks I familiar. I might have knit my sweetie some socks in that. I thought it looked like it'd be a nice gift sock colorway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I got that. And then this is the really exciting thing. I've been waiting for this to come back in stock. <gasps> this is the full color card of all DMC embroidery floss gaze upon oh my goodness. glory. It's huge. I like, can't even wow. get it in the Whoa. Thing. That's something. I have, I want to say, <laughs> that's great. Oh, if you're just listening to our voices, it is folding out like an accordion and it barely fits within what I can see on the screen. It's so big. Yeah. That's and it's great. actually little swatches of all of the floss colors. That's great. So that's really nice. Uh, and I got it for deciding cross-stitch colors because my my program has all the DMC colors in there. But of course, like accuracy of the screen color to the thread color leaves something to be desired Um, and I've already switched some colors upon seeing them in person but now I will be able to see them in person before I buy the thrust so nice that is that guy I'm very excited about it it's it's so beautiful I'm excited for it to be on my bookshelf it's just cool to have 
Sweet. Mm -hmm. I didn't get anything this week. In fact, I did the opposite of getting things. I left all my things at home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm now at a place that does not receive mail, Mm -hmm. which is nice. It's very peaceful up here and cozy and familiar. I'm very happy to be be here. My sweetie was joking. He's like, all it took was a gigantic wildfire for you to finally take a vacation. We're going to go get some fudge. Oh yeah. I might have to go get some fudge, but there's a little ice cream shop that I can walk to. That's my goal. My, my plans for Saturday is to walk to the ice cream place and get some ice cream. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying not to go into town because I know I'll buy a bunch of food and I need to like eat the stuff I brought. Mm -hmm. I need to like stay here and eat my food like a good kid before I go buy more. Mm -hmm. But that has nothing to do with what we're here to talk about. Um, I guess we can talk about our occult corner now. Mm-hmm. Yay. And we're going to talk about the autumnal equinox today because it's coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. So why don't you kick us off, Emily? So the autumnal equinox is one of the sabbats in the witch's wheel of the year. And uh, in Wicca, it's called Mabon, which comes from a Welsh god's name. But it it was not called that in antiquity. Aidan Kelly of Wicca fame made it up in 1970. Yeah, it, it wasn't a thing. So, but lots of different cultures have celebrated the autumnal equinox uh, throughout mm-hmm. time. They just didn't call it Mabon. Uh, but some, mm-hmm. some neo-pagans and Wiccans call it that. So Sweet. Well, Knowing me, I went down various numerous rabbit holes about the uh, autumnal equinox. And so in Greek tradition, it marks the second half of the year in relation to the Persephone myth. Mm-hmm. So Persephone stolen away to be Hades's wife. And she, when she's in the underworld, she eats six seeds of the pomegranate. So she has to stay in the underworld with him for six months out of the year. And the other six months, she gets to live in the regular world. And so... The autumnal equinox marks her return to the underworld. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, could uh, put some pomegranates on your altar in your autumnal equinox decor for Persephone. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, if you look other places too, like, um, so in ancient Egypt, which is another one of my favorite historical things, uh, obviously those pyramids have uh amazing astronomical and like cardinal direction accuracy but modern egyptologists and archaeologists think that they might have used the the ancient architects might have used the autumnal equinox to align the pyramids along the four cardinal directions Mm. because the pyramids are almost perfectly aligned north south east and west except for the tiniest bit of rotation and they think that that's And because of that tiny degree of rotation that allowed the smart people who understand this, and I don't, to say that they think it was the autumnal equinox and not the spring equinox that they use to line it up. Something with sticks and lights and shadows and making a line. But also, too, on the autumnal equinox, the sun sets directly over the sphinx's right shoulder, Mm -hmm. which I think was cool. Which kind of leads me... There is a Machu Picchu bit that lines up with the autumnal. That's your next thing. (laughs) I'm getting there eventually. It's in my list for sure. Well, not Machu Picchu, but definitely an American archaeological site. I don't have any Machu Picchu stuff, I realize. So 
going back to Egypt, also too in the along with the idea of the sun setting and the sun setting on the autumnal equinox over the shoulder of the Sphinx, the Egyptians believed as many cultures did that the afterlife was in the West because it's where the sun sets. And that's very intuitive. And that's why so many cultures have that belief. There's the Egyptians in Tolkien's mythology, the undying lands are to the West mm. and also in Japanese mythology uh, and, you know, culture, the afterlife is in the West and on the, uh, because the equinox is a time of transition and change as well as the um, sun setting perfectly along the Western axis um, for that, for in Buddhist, Japanese Buddhist culture, it's the, at the equinoxes, it's the time of year to go and clean off the graves of your ancestors. Mm. So that's how it relates to Japanese culture. And also, um, this is my last one. So, and if we change gears entirely and go all the way to the Americas in the Mayan culture at the uh, great towel. It's just called the castle in Spanish, which is not obviously not what the people who built it called it, but the biggest pyramid in Chichen Itza uh, on the autumnal equinox on the spring equinoxes on the equinoxes, the shadows line up perfectly so that uh, the shadow falls on the side of the stairs and it looks wavy like a snake. Oh. And that is to honor the feathered serpent God, Kukulkan, which is related to it's the um, Mayan version of the Aztec god Quetzalcoatl. Cool. And please excuse my pronunciation. I only speak Spanish, not any indigenous American languages. But so those are kind of, I, I watched some videos of it online and how the shadow just kind of gently moves along the side of the stairs, like further for the feathered serpent god, which is neat. It's just so cool how the ancients across the world were able to line up their like epic architecture so perfectly. And they yeah. were such good astronomers. I guess if you want to deep dive into any of these cultures, which we're not really a part of, you should seek out someone of those cultures to teach it to you. Yes. Uh, so hopefully other... this will serve. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, hopefully this will serve like a little highlight reel for if you wanted to go and look up some more things, if anything piqued your interest. Yes. Uh, other names for the autumnal equinox are the second harvest, because there are the three mm -hmm. harvest festivals in the Wheel of the Year. Also, which is Thanksgiving, because there's like kind of like a feasting aspect to it and like enjoying the abundance of the harvest in the like neo-pagan ritual for the autumnal equinox. And of course, lots of autumnal food uh, as part of the like overall vibe of this festival. Lots of apple eating, lots of apple-based like rituals, different, you know, just eating a ton of the fruits from your bounty. Nice. Mm -hmm. Should all be so lucky to have nice bounty. Yeah. And uh, it also ties into, of course, when actual fall starts, like in the calendar. Like I know mm -hmm. that we're like, it's fall now because Starbucks already has pumpkin spice lattes, but fall doesn't really start until later in September. <laughs> yes, indeed. I always really like this time of year. It makes... It makes me happy. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite time of year. Done being sweaty. Hooray. Hooray. Let's eat some apple things. <laughs> I do like apple things. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. This has been a fun little peek into all sorts of different traditions around the autumnal equinox. Yeah. And I think that's about it for our content. We can do a little shameless self-promotion and be on our way. Mm-hmm. 
This week I have a little uh, reverse promotion. Um, I am out of my house due to the Caldor wildfire. And so my Etsy shop is closed, but I am totally fine. If you've been seeing stuff in the news, like no need to like reach out to me, I'm doing good. Uh, but if you know it was tugging at your heartstrings, some organizations that I do recommend is Rural Resistance Placerville, who is a awesome, um, it's basically Placerville's BLM group. And they do a lot of wonderful mutual aid work and just helping getting food and supplies out to the people. And also if you're looking to support firefighters, every seasonal firefighter pretty much does not receive benefits and are excluded from those sorts of work support systems. And the Wildland Firefighter Foundation is a good way for you to help them support, help support them and the families of any wildland firefighters who may have lost their lives. So there is that. Nice. And we will be donating to Rural Resistance for our monthly 10% of our Patreon donations this month. They're chill protesters and rabble rousers down in my county. Sweet. And your Kickstarter's going well, I see. Yes, yes. My Kickstarter's going very well. Uh, it's still going on. You still have to hear me talk about it. Uh, but we have just hit the goal for stitch markers, which is really exciting. I have... They're so cute. I really like them. I designed four stitch markers uh, that are going to come with lobster claw clasps and they will be rose gold metal like all of the pins and the the clasps will also be rose gold metal and they are inspired by the tarot suits, but they're like kawaii pastel versions of the tarot suits. So they're like, there's like a really cutesy sword with like a heart and wings on it and a cute fat little star in the pentacle <laughs> um it, i like them <laughs> it is a it looks like a little fluffy star he's a chonker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's nice yeah and the stereotypical like star wands with like a pink stripey handle for the wands i like them i it's think they're really fun. good uh, and you can get those as add-ons for $7 each or $26 if you want the whole set. And also I have added washi tape as a stretch goal that we haven't quite hit yet, but we might hit it by the time you are listening to this. And there is a tarot washi tape with the cute little tarot suits and little tarot cards, as well as a witchy washi tape, uh, which just has like general witch tools and like a witch's hat and like a little mortar and pestle and sparkles on it and is cute. And a mushroom in a mushroom yes and i am working on some new designs that will be added very shortly that are based on the four elements so keep your eyeballs on my kickstarter if you want to see all that stuff uh and stuff from the kickstarter will be available after the kickstarter as well um it's going to be the cheapest that you could get it in the kickstarter uh and you get some extra free stuff but i will have a shop open after the kickstarter too yay it y'all are really gonna like all the charms just saying they're great the charms are cute really only only lauren has seen the charms so far the new elemental ones (laughs) they're awesome sweet well go support emily's kickstarter please i really want the elemental charms too Mm -hmm. uh sweet that's about it for us so until next week oh we forgot to say where to find us Oh, you can find us on that new website I was talking about, fibercoven.com. It has links to all of our stuff, like our Patreon and our Instagram, where we are fibercoven on all of those things. Oh my gosh. This simplifies everything. Link right? everything through fibercoven.com. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
Awesome. Well, until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.